The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts and our live NFL Draft Watch Party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. That's youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. I will be posting out free plays for soccer on my Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account at SGP Soccer, and I'll be tweeting out other free plays for all other sports from my other Twitter account. It is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. The pin tweet on that Twitter account at LockBettingCom is always my PL spreadsheet from the previous month. Everything I do is transparent and tracked. And that has led to 118 months in a row of transparent trap profit just two months away from being undefeated every single month for a decade. So moving on with this EPL slate, this slate begins on Tuesday and we begin with the game here between Wolves and Crystal Palace. Two teams who have gotten themselves out of the relegation conversation but they still will probably be looking for one or two wins to make sure that they are playing Premier League football next season. Wolves are the 6-4 to four favourites here at home to pick up that win. It's 2-1 to one on the draw and it's 21-10 to 10 here on Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace have just been an absolute revolution under Roy Hodgson. He's come in, he's picked up the wins that they needed to stay up. They've scored goals, which they weren't previously doing under Patrick Vieira. Don't forget, before Patrick Vieira went, they set the record for the most consecutive games without having a single shot on target. They went three games in a row without hitting the target. If you, When you look at that, you would think that Patrick Vieira just had to go. But uh, bringing in Roy Hodgson was underwhelming for a lot of people. But boy, has it worked. And Crystal Palace are no longer at all in the relegation conversation. I look for them to come to Wolves here and get something from the game. And I think there's value on Palace in the double chance market at 4-6, to six, minus 150 to leave here with at least a point. Palace are unbeaten in the four games since Hodgson took over. And they have a fantastic record against Wolves as well, winning each of the last four meetings. Wolves, they look safe, but they have only won three of their last 10 matches. So Crystal Palace looks to be the right side here, especially as an underdog. We'll take them to avoid a defeat. So that's Crystal Palace on the double chance market or Crystal Palace plus half a goal at a price of four to six minus 150 for this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Aston Villa and Fulham. 
Aston Villa have steadily moved up the table. They've gone on a fantastic run and they are now outsiders to qualify for the Champions League. But they will need Newcastle and Manchester United to drop points. And both of them look like they are safely securing their spot in the top four. So I think the best Villa can hope for is a spot in the Europa League. But that would still be a phenomenal achievement based on where they were when Unai Emery took over from Steven Gerrard. They are the four to five favourites to win this game at home to Fulham. It's 14 to five on the draw and Fulham are the seven to two underdogs. I like Aston Villa to win this game. I think Fulham, they did turn up on Saturday, but when you look at what they have to play for, there really isn't anything there. They're not going to get relegated this season. They're not going to qualify for Europe. They're still playing without Mitrovic. Yes, they had a positive result against Everton a few weeks ago. And yes, at the weekend, they did beat a very poor Leeds team. But I just think Aston Villa will be more inspired here, chasing European football. The home crowd will be behind them. And we're also riding a fantastic run here. Villa are unbeaten in their last nine games, winning six seven and drawing two. They have also won their last four at home, which included beating Newcastle by three goals to nil. I'm confident that they can make it five in a row against a Fulham team who, yes, they've had a very good season. They've massively overperformed expectations, but ultimately they have nothing to play for here. And I'm going to go with the team in better form with a lot more to play for and at the price of four to five minus 125, which I think provides you value here for this selection on Aston Villa on the money line. The final game from Tuesday sees Leeds at home to Leicester, where Leeds are the six to four favourites. It's 13 to five on the draw and Leicester are the two to one underdogs. Difficult game to call here. I could easily see Leicester winning this game. I could see Leicester riding the momentum from the weekend. They did get a bounce from Dean Smith and John Terry. They even won the game without James Madison. So I can see them bringing that into that game. But at the same time, Leeds are absolutely desperate. They've lost three in a row. They've looked terrible in all three of those games. Liverpool and Crystal Palace smashed 11 goals past them. So um, clearly that can be used as further data to take, take Leicester. But this is the EPL. And teams tend to bounce back when they're desperate. And Leeds need to desperately bounce back. Otherwise, they're in serious trouble of being relegated this season. I think the safest way to play this game would be to take the goals. And I'll take over two and a half goals here at the price of 10 to 13. This Leeds side have seen at least three goals scored in six of their last seven. And those games have delivered an average of 4.86 goals per game during that run. Of course, most of those goals have been scored against Leeds when you're talking about a 5-1 and 6-1 defeat. But ultimately, it is strong data here to take the over. Leicester, they have seen the overs cash in four of the last five while both of these sides have seen an average of three goals per game in the Premier League overall so far this season. So I think that it's safe to say over two and a half goals is a strong play. Leeds have conceded at least two goals in six of the last seven, but have scored 12 goals in that period. Leicester have shipped nine goals in the last five, but have found the net in four of them. So everything here points to a high scoring game. 
both of these two teams will be looking to beat each other. They are bang in trouble at the bottom of the table. I don't think they're capable of putting out a disciplined and cagey performance where they sit in and try and beat the other team on the counter or via set piece. That's just not stylistically how either of the two teams play. Now, Dean Smith and John Terry, they have set up defensively previously in the past as um, as coaches at Aston Villa, but I don't think that will translate to a Leicester team who I don't think are capable of, of parking the bus and implementing a, a defensive strategy where you go and win the game on the counter-attack. At the same time, I don't think Leeds are capable of doing it either. The only way these two teams come away with three points is to attack each other, and therefore I think it leads to more goals. Over two and a half goals will be my selection here for this one. Before we move on to Wednesday's games, let me tell you guys once again about Shady Rays. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarised shades, customisable snow goggles and much, much more. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by a lost and broken replacement. So what that means is if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send us a they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase with shady rays you can look good and feel good if you don't love them exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop with shady rays their team always has your back plus exclusively for our listeners Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. We now move on to Wednesday and we look at a game here between Nottingham Forest and Brighton, where Brighton are the strong one to two away favorites here to win the game. It's 10 to 3 on the draw, and it's 5 to 1 here on Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest are desperate to stay in the Premier League, and they have a pretty solid home record so far this season. So you're actually giving me 6 to 4 plus 150 on Nottingham Forest to avoid a home defeat here against the Brighton team who played 120 minutes in the FA Cup semi-final. They had to deal with the heartbreak of a penalty shootout loss. Now, they could come out angry and bounce back massively, or they could be subdued. One thing I can guarantee you is Nottingham Forest will be the more motivated team here. Brighton have an outside chance of European football, yes, but they cannot make it into the Champions League. So you have to question if Brighton have the squad depth to even deal with a European campaign this se- next season. If they do end up in the Europa League or even the Europa Conference League, Brighton will need to add more players and they've notoriously been a, cl- been a club who have sold their best players. So you have to wonder if European football is the best thing for them. I'm not saying they're not going to go for it, but I am saying that when you're looking at the motivation of the two teams, Nottingham Forest, they 100% want to stay in the Premier League. It's going to be a big financial issue for them if they don't with the players that they've bought and the players that they've got on loan in order to stay in the Premier League this season. I'm not 100% confident in taking Forest on the double chance market, but I do think it provides some value in this spot. 
Another play I like is to take both teams to score. Both teams have scored in six of Forest's last eight games and they have only failed to score in two of their 16 home Premier League games, which includes the, the one they played against Manchester United. Unfortunately, in that game, they didn't even look like scoring, though. But they did score twice against Liverpool at the weekend. So that does add a little bit more reliability to the play. As for Brighton, they have scored in nine of their last 10 fixtures across all competitions. So it would definitely not surprise me to see goals at both ends. Both of these are plus money selections. Forest on a double chance market is a 64 plus 150. And both teams to score is also at plus money. It's an even money plus 100 here for this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Chelsea and Brentford. This is a West London derby. Where the books of Chelsea is the seven to ten favourites. It's eleven to four in the draw, and it's nineteen to five here on Brentford. Frank Lampard could finish his run as a Chelsea manager with a one hundred percent losing record because the rumours are that Mauricio Pochettino isn't going to come in next season. He's going to come in immediately after this game. It almost looks like a done deal. It doesn't look like Pochettino is going to be going back to Spurs. That's what a lot of Spurs fans wanted. That's what many expected. But it now looks like he's going to one of their biggest rivals, which is definitely going to sting to see Mauricio Pochettino managing Chelsea. What can he do until now in the end of the season? Probably nothing. Um, I think that Chelsea just want to finish in the top half because it's embarrassing to finish in the bottom half. And realistically, that's all they can do. I don't think they can make a run for Europe. Brentford, they had an outside chance of making it into Europe, but um, they've had a little bit of a dip lately. And that probably means that Chelsea do have a chance to pick up a win here under Frank Lampard in this spot. I just don't like the price, though. I don't like taking Chelsea, a team who've played the way they've played, and a team who have lost 100% of their games under Frank Lampard as an odds-on favourite here in any situation. Are they the better team on paper? Yes. Have Brentford had a lull? Yes. Are they going to get a new manager bounce when Pochettino comes in? Probably. But can you take them here in this spot to win this game as an odds-on favourite? I'm not sure that you can. And therefore, for that reason... I'm going to take Brentford in the double chance market at the price of 11 to 10 to avoid a defeat here. I also do like Brentford as an underdog to possibly turn up and win this game, given the fact that Chelsea have lost their last four games across all competitions. Brentford did end their losing streak last time out against an inform Aston Villa and almost won the game. Villa equalised late on. Brentford won 4-1 at this ground last season and the hosts have actually failed to score in five of their last six games. So it could be worth backing Brentford as an underdog, could be worth backing Brentford in the draw no bet market, which pushes if the selection is a draw. But ultimately, I think the safest way to play this will be just to take Brentford not to lose the game. We're getting plus money on it against a Chelsea team who are absolutely woeful, managed by a guy who is probably managing for the last time. I cannot see anybody giving Frank Lampard a job again. He could not get Derby County promoted when he had all the resources to do so. He failed at Chelsea last time. He almost got Everton relegated this season, only was saved by the fact that they sacked him and bought Sean Dyche in. And now he's gone to Chelsea and has a 100% losing record and didn't even come close to competing with Real Madrid in the one Champions League tie he managed them for. So it's very, very difficult for me to see anybody giving Frank Lampard a job again, at least 
for top flight management. I don't see him managing in the EPL. I don't see him managing a top side across Europe. I don't even see him managing in the championship. So if Lampard wants to go down to the League One, League Two, maybe non-league football, then maybe he can carry on as a manager. But I do ultimately think he is done, uh, especially after this run, especially when you were supposed to be the caretaker to the end of the season and they can't even wait that long because things are such a shit show and you have to bring Pochettino in now, possibly even as early as this coming weekend. Up next, we look at the game here between West Ham and Liverpool, where Liverpool, the 10 to 11 favourites, is 14 to 5 on the draw and it's 3 to 1 here on West Ham. No significant data here for either side. West Ham have been on a little bit of a run lately, which is why they've got themselves out of the relegation conversation. Liverpool have been on a little bit of a run to give them an outside chance of qualifying for Europe. They got themselves a really brave point at home to Arsenal from 2-0 down. They then smashed Leeds and they scraped to a 3-2 win against Nottingham Forest at the weekend. But ultimately, what was most evident in that game in terms of making a selection for this one was how open they were at the back. I mean, they have got three positive results, but they have conceded five goals in those three games that we consider to be positive results. Therefore, I will go for the goals here. If you're asking me to pick a winner, I would lean Liverpool. I think West Ham are going to be a lot more relaxed now, now that they have got themselves more or less safe with that 4-0 win against Bournemouth. Liverpool are the better team on paper. And as I said, they are chasing Champions League football. I don't think they'll get it. I think they'll end up in the Europa League. It would not surprise me to see them finishing fifth in the league and making a run at Newcastle and Man United, but just falling short. This is the type of game I do expect them to win. But for my main selection, I just cannot look past the goals here. Over two and a half goals has landed in both of these teams' last three games. And between them, they have scored 21 goals across those fixtures. And therefore, I cannot see past goals here in this game. I think the fact that West Ham are more or less more or less safe means that they can play a more open and expansive game. They don't need to sit in. They don't need to play with a low block and try and counter Liverpool, although that did work successfully for West Ham last season when they did win this fixture against Liverpool, implementing that exact tactic. But even in that game, that produced five goals. So if we do see something similar tactically, there is still history there to say that we can get over two and a half goals. But ultimately, I think it'll be more wide open than that. Liverpool are going to chase the game. They need to win. West Ham are going to be more relaxed and they have been scoring frequently lately. So I see no reason why we don't get over two and a half goals here when West Ham have scored 10 across the last three games and Liverpool have scored 11 across their last three and over two and a half goals has been a winning bet in each of West Ham's last three fixtures in all competitions and in Liverpool's as well. So Over two and a half goals is your main selection here for this one. The final game we cover for Wednesday is obviously the game of the week. If not, the game of the season as Manchester City will be hosting Arsenal. And this one could decide where the Premier League title goes. It definitely will if Manchester City win the game. Not so much if Arsenal win the game because Manchester City still have games in hand and Arsenal have a far more difficult run-in. So things have really changed where a few weeks ago you were looking at this as a must-win game for Manchester City. Now the draw actually benefits Man City and Arsenal are the ones who need to win it. And even if they do, 
as a result of them dropping points against Southampton and against Liverpool, they could still end up losing the title because Manchester City have the easier running. Man City are the 8-13 favourites to win this game. It's 7-2 on the draw and it's 9-2 here on Arsenal. I've said it all season and I've put my money where my mouth is. Arsenal are not going to win the Premier League this season. I don't believe they're going to win the Premier League now. I didn't believe they were going to win the Premier League when they were clear at the top. I always felt that it was going to end up back at the Etihad. And I think Manchester City will get themselves over the line long before the final day of the season as they win this game and Arsenal continue to drop points. They have difficult games away to Newcastle. They have to play Brighton still. And these are the type of games where I see Arsenal dropping more points between now and the end of the season. Man City have beaten Arsenal twice this season already and have won each of the last seven meetings. That is strong data for Manchester City. Arsenal have conceded eight goals across their last three games. All of them have been draws. Arsenal have scored in their last 14 games, so they definitely could contribute here, which is why maybe Manchester City and both teams to score could provide you a little bit more value here, giving you the the, the bet at plus 200 Manchester City, they have 11 wins in their last 12. And again, adding to the BTTS data, they have conceded in four of their last six fixtures. Now, I understand it can be tempting to try and get away from the short price of 8 to 13. You may want to look at Manchester City minus one. You may want to look at Manchester City minus 1.5. You may want to look at Manchester City in over two and a half goals. Or you may want to look at Manchester City and over uh, and both teams to score at two to one plus 200. I would not dissuade you from taking any of them. As long as you have Manchester City to win as your main selection, then I think you'll be okay. I don't think this is going to be a cagey game that Manchester City end up winning by a 1-0 scoreline. I think Arsenal only know one way to play. I think Manchester City only know one way to play. And the fact that Manchester City have beaten Arsenal twice this season, and this is supposed to be an improved Arsenal team, and it is. It is an improved Arsenal team. I mean, they're challenging for the league, but they have put all their eggs in this basket. They have allowed themselves to drop out of cup competitions, the Europa League, the FA Cup, the League Cup, all to focus on this league and it's all going to be for nothing. The trophy ends up at Manchester City. They win it with a few with a few games to spare and they win this game against an Arsenal team they've beaten twice this season and have beaten in each of their last seven head-to-head meetings. My official selection for this game is going to be Manchester City minus 0.75 on the Asian handicap line. This cashes if Manchester City win by one goal but you only cash half of your money. It fully cashes if they end up winning by two goals or more and that's how I'm going to be playing your game of the week here between Manchester City and Arsenal on Wednesday night. Before we move on to Thursday's games let me remind you that Manchester United's game against Tottenham is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. That's where we will recap this weekend's FA Cup action as we are set for a Manchester derby in the FA Cup final as I predicted clients of uh, lock betting did end up cashing that as a plus 150 six to four future selection this weekend still don't understand why Manchester United were the underdogs but in the end were lucky to get through via penalty shootout let me also tell you guys that we are brought to you by underdog fantasy the NBA and NHL playoffs are here 
And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy. Besides daily NHL, NBA and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Let me finally also tell you about the NFL Draft Props Contest. This will be part of SGPN's Draft Week. SGPN is holding a free NFL Draft Props Contest exclusively for members of our Discord. It's completely free to join and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign up link. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and go to the NFL channel for your sign up link. Moving on to Thursday's games, we begin with a game here between Everton and Newcastle, where the books have Newcastle's the seven and ten favourites on the money line. It's eleven to four on the draw, and it's four to one here on Everton. Everton are going to make a fight of this relegation battle, and their fate will be decided by what they do against teams around them and what they do in their home games. This is a home game where you would expect Everton to give it 110% and be difficult to beat. But off the back of beating Tottenham 6-1 and after winning six of their last seven games, it's very difficult to go against the visitors here. They're going to be full of confidence and I think they're going to have too much for an Everton side who are winless in their last five there was, an, there was an initial bounce from Sean Dyche. I think he's going to get them over the line at the end of the season. But this Newcastle team, I think they're going to be too good for Everton here. Everton have won just one of their last nine, none of the last five. Newcastle are in form. They won 6-1 their last game. And they've scored at least twice in each of their last six wins. Everton are a team who can't score. They can't get their striker fit. They can't get Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the team regularly. So it's very, very difficult to see past Newcastle just coming here and being the better team and winning the game. So I think Everton's fight back is going to have to start after this game because I think Newcastle are leaving Goodison Park with the points here in this one. The final game we have a look at here is another relegation six-pointer. We have three of them this weekend when you look at the fact that I think Wolves and Palace is still a six-pointer. Leicester Leeds definitely is one. And then here you have Southampton and Bournemouth. And arguably, you could say that Manchester City and Arsenal is also a six-pointer as well, but at the other end of the table. So a really important game week here in the EPL. Southampton are the five to four favourites to win this game. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and it's 11 to five here on Bournemouth. This is a South Coast derby. This is a really big game in the South. Americans may not be aware of how big this game is. And um, I think that Southampton will win this game and put themselves into the survival conversation. Now, I don't think they'll survive because I don't think their squad is good enough. I don't think the manager's good enough. I think they've given themselves too much to do. But if they can replicate that performance that they put out against Arsenal, and they should do here because this is a very personal game, not only do they need to win this relegation six-pointer against Bournemouth, but this is also for local pride, then at least they put themselves in the conversation. And this Bournemouth side, many people had them safe after they won away to Tottenham. I don't fall into that category. Bournemouth at one point to go down 
were 14 to 1 going into that West Ham game just off the back of beating Tottenham. I thought that was a very, very huge price given that I can't really see too many wins in the rest of the running for Bournemouth. So it's lucky that they've got as many points as they've got so far. Otherwise, I would definitely be tipping them to 100% go down. Bournemouth are the team in better form, but they slipped to a heavy defeat against West Ham at the weekend, while Southampton coming to this having claimed a point against Arsenal. But uh, Southampton also won the reverse fixture 1-0, and they are the team in the greater need here. And if they are to plot any kind of survival comeback, they do need to win this game. This is a gut play here. I think that Southampton win this derby. I think they get themselves into the survival conversation. And they could be helped this this week by the fact that Leicester and Leeds are playing in a six-pointer. Someone's going to take points off the other. Forest have a tough assignment away to Brighton. You look at um, Everton at home to Newcastle. That's a very difficult game. So if Southampton can get this result, the table will look a whole lot better for them after this game. This is a six-pointer. I have Southampton winning it, and I'll take them here at 5-4. to four. On the money line. In fact, if you shop around, there are better prices available. I have seen this as big as seven to five on the Saints on the money line here for this one. Closing out with your lock on the show. Not going to do a double lock. There are two plays that I really do like here on this show. But um, one of them is going to go over on my pay service. So if you want to get all of my selections, you know where to go. Lockbetting.com. And uh, you're going to get the the other lock here. And it's going to be on the big game. It's going to be on Manchester City versus Arsenal. And I'm going to take Manchester City minus 0.75 on the Asian handicap. One of the main reasons that I took this over the other play, and I had them both as exact 50-50s, is simply because this is an opportunity to once again explain... Asian handicap lines to new listeners. Now, if Manchester City don't win this game, if Manchester City draw or lose, then this is a losing bet. If Manchester City win this game, but they win this by a single goal margin, you end up only cashing half of your selection. Now, this is currently priced up at the price of three to four. What that means is, is that if Manchester City win this by two goals or more, you win the full £75 profit, £175 back of a £100 stake. If they win this by just one goal, your profit is £37.50, so half of the profit. So still a profit, still a winner, but only half a winner if they win this by a single goal. There were other plays that I considered here. I'd also like Manchester City with over 1.5 goals tacked on, as I don't see this being a 1-0 win for Manchester City. But as I said, this is an opportunity to once again educate on the Asian handicap market. And as I said, this isn't the main reason I picked it. I wouldn't just pick a play so that I can educate you guys on how a certain market works. I obviously love Manchester City to win this game. All the data does fade City going on to win this game. They may need to score three goals to do it because Arsenal they have scored in their last 14 games, but they've conceded eight goals across their last three games, which is bad when you're coming up against Manchester City. It's bad to concede three goals against Southampton when you're playing a City side who have won 11 of the last 12 and have beaten Arsenal twice a season and 
have won each of their last seven meetings against the Gunners. I go for eight in a row here, and your lock is Manchester City minus 0.75 on the Asian handicap line here for this edition of the EPL show. So that's it for me and this edition of the EPL show. I will be putting out a bonus show this week. Now, usually, that's Bundesliga show is now covered exclusively over on the Lock Betting podcast, the Lock Betting Free podcast. Now, that moved over to there because you guys voted in favour of Scamessa Italia when you were offered La Liga, Serie A, and the Bundesliga. You guys wanted to make the change to Serie A, so I covered German football elsewhere now. But I want to do a special on Bayern Munich because one of Europe's biggest clubs has absolutely collapsed since they changed Nagelsmann for Tuchel, who I actually consider to be a better manager. So we're going to look at the fate of Bayern Munich. Will they change managers before the end of next season? Who could possibly come in? And are they going to win the league or are Borussia Dortmund going to win the Bundesliga this season? Until then, good luck of all your bets as always and thanks for listening.